Hi, my name's Rebecca and you're listening to The Unmodified Me. I refuse to modify my behaviour to give men less opportunity to act inappropriately and I let the whole world know about it by accident. When a post to my 500-ish followers took on a life of its own, it raised some important issues that are screaming to be explored. Here, I introduce the post, the background and my intentions for this podcast series as we explore the complex issues raised in the comments. I'd like to introduce you to my co-host, Lee. Hello. So it's been a bit of a crazy week. You might say that, yeah. Um, So after a bit of a crazy incident um, while I was out running, all of a sudden, a little post on Facebook to my 500-ish followers. I think it might be 506, but let's not uh, get down to the numbers. (laughs) Um, It suddenly had 11,000 likes and reactions and uh, 7,000 shares. Um, Yeah, and several comments as well, I suppose. About 1,000 comments. Yes, so that was a bit unexpected, um, and it's raised a lot of important issues, and I think that they're worth delving into a little bit deeper, don't you think? Yeah, it's, it's probably worth revisiting where it all started, I guess, and obviously I know this because I was one of the 506. You were, but yes. It's, it's, probably <laughs> worth, it's probably worth you recapping what, what it was that happened, when it happened, and all of that good stuff so that everyone has the same context as I've already been given. Yeah, um, so I was going out for a run. So I'm a keen runner. I'm, I'm a personal trainer um, in the local area and I run for fitness and I also run because it's great mental health. And I like to go out sometimes twice a day, just sometimes once a day. Um, and I really fit my runs in around my schedule. Um, and on this particular day, there'd been torrential rain all day. Um, so it just so happened that my schedule allowed me to go out about 9.30 at night, uh, which I know what everyone thinks that's late by anyone's standards. Um, there's a load of reasons why I might be out at that time of night, but I really feel like I don't have to justify why I was out at that time of night because it's my right to leave my house whenever I want to. It's not. Yeah, it doesn't matter whether it's because you're not working or because it's the first dry point of the day or whichever reason it is, it doesn't really make any difference, I suppose. Absolutely, yeah. And uh, obviously it was dark, but at the moment it's going dark at like half four in the afternoon. So any time after that is dark. Um, And yes, it was a Friday night. So there is the possibility always Friday night, there's going to be drunk people around. Again, should that be something that I consider... I suppose, go out? again, for, for the context, it's probably worth discussing the town in which in which you live in isn't, it's not a major city, it's not it's not anything what you would consider a major town. No, that's it. It's a, a little town. Uh, we have a few bars and restaurants, no real nightclubs. It's not a lively scene at all. Um, and especially at, at 9.30 at night, you wouldn't expect there to be uh, sort of a lot of drunk people around. Um, and there's not a lot of bars and restaurants on my route either. So I felt pretty, I mean, to be honest, I didn't really even consider it because again, why, why should I have to? It's normal behavior. I'm leaving the house. I should be able to do that. Uh, So yeah, so I left, ran down the street and as I turned the corner onto a main road, well lit road, um, I saw a group of I'm going to say men because they were late teenagers, 
early, yeah. That, but but obviously young adults ahead of me, and I would say. Was the road a? It's a main road. Is it a main traffic road or is it a main pedestrian it, drinking road? I it's pedestrianised. Right. Um, yeah. So there are a couple of bars and restaurants on there. Again, never very busy, uh, but it it is a pedestrian area. So there was no traffic around or anything, um, and the pubs had bouncers outside them. Um, it's well lit. It's got CCTV. All right. Um, it it's a common running route in the town. Um, so yeah, so there was about, I would, I would estimate there to be 12, maybe 15 of these, uh, young lads in front of me. And I would say it's fair to say that they were obviously drunk. Um, by obviously, I mean, they were sort of staggering around. Larry. Yeah. Um, and I, I don't have a problem with that. We've all been there. Yeah. Like, (laughs) I mean, I, I personally don't drink. Would I ever... In, impose that view on anyone else no like every it's free country they're having a good time everything's fine did i momentarily think should i modify my route yes have you done that before i've not specifically done that before um but i have been in situations before where i haven't modified my route and i've been like subject to uh, cat calls wolf whistling that kind of thing it happens, I would say, at least on a weekly basis, the shouting and things, which is one of the main reasons that I wear my headphones because you you feel self-conscious enough as it is when you're out anyway, but then with people shouting at you, and it is always men. I've never been catcalled by a woman um, while I've been out, and, and it does make you feel self-conscious. So stick the headphones on, volumes up, can't hear them, yeah, jobs I are guess good. Not only can you not hear them, but it might... It might encourage encourage those people not to to catcall because obviously not going to hear us anyway. Or yeah, exactly. We'll just crack on as as we are. Okay, so you're approaching. Yeah, so I was approaching them, and there wasn't really an option to modify my route because all of the side streets are very poorly lit. And I say this not from a safety point of view, but I I tripped over a tree branch about three days prior to this, um, and I didn't want to repeat repeat that experience Uh, yeah so um i thought i would carry on so i just gave them a bit of a wide berth went over towards the other side of the street um and i passed them mainly without incident i think i heard a couple of them shouting jeering that kind of thing but like i said i had my headphones on so um that was deliberate i was trying not to pay attention to them as i ran ahead i saw a shadow come up behind me and it's at this point that i realized at least one of them's following me. Now, I'd, I don't look round because that would only entice them further. And usually if you ignore this kind of behaviour, it goes away. Um, but one of them came up right beside me and started running alongside me. He was saying stuff to me. Again, I kept my headphones on because I didn't want to give him the attention that he was looking for because I thought he might go away. You, you never considered taking them off to ask him what, what it was that he wanted, I guess? Well... I I did take my headphones off um, and warned him to back off. Okay. Now, did I use those exact words? No. It um, was a fruity version. Yeah, <laughs> definitely a fruity version. Um, but I made it clear that I was not happy with the behaviour um, and that I wanted him to back off. He dropped back as if he was going to back off, but then didn't back off. He just came up again beside me. So, uh, I guess at this point, how far away were you from the... The 12 that were left behind. 
not that far, as in we could still hear them clearly behind us, sort of jeering, and they could see what was happening. And they were sort of, you know, giving him banter and stuff. Group mentality or bravado hadn't disappeared by the point in time in which you decided to ask him to back away. Yeah, and none of the the other men there did like say to him, you know, come on, mate, you need to back off or anything. It was very much like, hey, hey," you know, like. Had you, and this is just for my context, I'm not asked this question. Had you run past any other people between first encountering and this point? Had you run past bouncers, anybody else on the street, or was it purely just... No, there was there was someone, there was a group ahead of me, three women and a man, a man, sorry, and but there was nobody between us okay. and the group and nobody in the very close vicinity, the vicinity. of us. Cool. Um, but there was people that in eye line that could have seen it. Um, so you backed so off? Backed off slightly and then he started to run past me stop and then run backwards literally running backwards towards so, so he didn't turn and run towards me okay. he ran Backing backwards up. yeah into your path yes and it was like he was trying to prove like i'm faster than you and yeah. like i said in my post well congratulations you know there's so many factors of the reasons why you might be faster than me and i'm not bothered about that i'm old enough and experienced enough to know and there was definitely a time when i would have been bothered but um i'm too old for that kind of stuff now so yeah so um at this point i'm starting to get a little bit more intimidated because i've asked him to back off he hasn't mm-hmm. backed off he's now deliberately getting in my path which means that potentially he can now cause me harm um and and just biologically he's a man he's way taller than me he's bigger than me he can definitely overpower me if he wants to. Um, the worst case, now at this point, is he's disrupting your run, right? But well, yeah, the best case is he's disrupting your run. Worst case is worst case that I'm I'm sure we'll get into as we go. Yeah, further into it. Yeah, and I I guess I never thought that he would intentionally cause me harm, but I thought he might run into me, which ultimately cause would me cause me harm. Um, and I I was worried about that, so. There was, he was now directly in my path. So there is no, there's no chance opportunity now for me to just evade. Yeah. I have to face it head on. So because he's running towards me backwards, um, I stopped and I said to him, do you enjoy intimidating women in the street? And he looked at me like so incredulous, like he'd never even, never even thought about it. Never even thought that it might be intimidating. He just said, oh, I'm only having a laugh. Yeah. And then went back to his group. So I carried achieved, on with my run. You'd achieved your aims, I guess. You'd, you'd got yeah. him out of your way. but Yeah. I'd taken a stand. I'd not let, him, not let him intimidate me. And I'd made my point that he was intimidating me. Yeah. And I think that was enough for him to back off. But it had to get to that point before he did. How, how I guess, how intimidating... Did you feel... I don't know if, if intimidation is our way of putting. Did you yeah. feel like you were a threat of some form of common assault or that kind of area? I guess potentially. And I mean, afterwards, when I was running and thinking about what happened, because you you do don't you, you replay the incident yeah. in your mind. I thought actually there I could have very easily um, ended up in a sticky situation. You yeah. know, if he'd have t- decided to turn violent, did I ever think that he would? No, 
I didn't think he would. But it's not just the threat of violence. It's the um, embarrassment and the fact that he deliberately made someone feel small for the entertainment of yeah, so his group. I know you used the word in intimidation in your post and in your your conversation with the bloke, but it's not it's not just about intimidation, is it? It's intimidation's a form of what's happening, but it's a whole host of other stuff that, that goes around the intimidation. It's yeah. it's the feeling of embarrassment, it's the feeling of belittlement, it's it's mm. all of that stuff rolled in that is the actual problem now. Yeah. You challenge by using the word intimidation, but it, it could have been all sorts of other things. I guess intimidation gets to the point and people understand yeah. straight away what that is. Whether you are or are not immediately intimidated by what might happen is, isn't really the, the crux of what it was that you were saying, I guess. Yeah, exactly. And and it's that kind of behaviour that we, as women, experience in society, predominantly from men. And I'm not going to deny that women can be equally as bad yeah um but from and, my experience and likewise men can feel the same intimidated it's, not, it, it, it's by, yeah. not like it's it's unheard of for men to walk down the street and be intimidated by another group of men exactly yeah but as a woman likely. we experience it on such a regular yeah occurrence like i say at least once a week when i'm out running i'll be at least catcalled and that is a form of belittlement it's the form of embarrassing Absolutely. the person and so I, whilst I'm not disputing that other people, other people, men experience it, I just don't think it's on the same scale. No, I mean, obviously we're two individuals, so it's we've not got a very good sample of it. But you're saying that you experience this weekly. Mm -hmm. I'm mid thirties, and I don't think I've experienced it for a long time. Yeah. I mean, early twenties when I used to go out drinking, I might have experienced it on a night out at two a.m. Yeah. One a.m but it's not something that I can even remember the last time. Last, I, I try and recall instances when I felt felt that kind of intimidation walking down the street and I go back to being a teenager with a school bully. Mm -hmm. it's, it's that kind it's of feeling. It's the exact same. Yeah, but it does feel like that. That's half a lifetime ago for me. Mm -hmm. It's not something that I do feel happens no. regularly for me now. And I do go out and walk daily. Yeah. Every other day, whatever it is, with, with my dog or on my own with my headphones on. It's not something that I, I experience. So they absolutely, in my mind, is something that, that women will experience more than what men will. Yeah, I definitely agree with that sentiment. Yeah, definitely. Um, I, and I think that's the reason that it's the post has resonated so much yeah. with people. So as it stands currently, we've got um, 11,000 reactions yeah. and over 7,000 shares um, from my little 500 following. So and it's been shared as as far as the United States, New Zealand, uh, Australia, yeah. um. So it's really taken on a life of its own, and I think it is because it's so relatable to women because it is something that we experience all the time. And there there is a lot of and we'll get into it in future future discussions. I guess there is a lot of shares from men and comments from men imploring. I guess the shares imploring people that they're friends with to, you know, let's not let's not do this and let, let's be better. But yeah, you don't see many from, I guess, younger men. It's all predominantly people my age and above yeah. saying, come on, we need to do better. But hand on heart, could I say that I've probably never done that before? Not that level, but have I ever been in a group where I've probably intimidated other people by just being there or mm -hmm. by being, you know, laddish and garish in the street? Probably. Yeah. Never, never been deliberate. And I can't name an instant when I definitely will have done it, but 
Is there a chance? Yeah, I would imagine so. I know, I know what I was like when I was 20 and 21. Yeah. Um, it's never been something that's been deliberate, but that, that's not an excuse for it. Exactly, Intent yeah. Intent isn't, isn't the, the crux, I suppose. Yeah, I think and, and it's education, isn't it? Because, like you're saying, you would never have considered that that behaviour to have been intimidating because you weren't educated. Now that you're older and more experienced and you're more mature... I've then you empathy. appreciate. I, I don't think yeah. they have empathy when when they're younger. Yeah. I think empathy is something that that comes with age. I guess it is definitely something that comes with age, but hopefully something that we can pass on to younger generations so that they learn it sooner. Yeah. Um, because it's such an important life skill, don't you think, to be able to put yourself in someone else's shoes? Absolutely. Hmm. Um, okay, so let's go back to where we were. I suppose so. You've done your run. It's backed off. Complete yep. your route, get home. Yeah, nothing else happened. It was, uh, on a scale of incidents, I would describe this as minor. So when you, because I, I, know, I know you pretty well, I know how you work. So when, when you come to, came to put this on social media, mm-hmm. was it immediate? Was it delayed? What was the, what was your logic for putting it on when you, when you did that? So it was about a week later, so it wasn't a knee-jerk reaction. Um, I had really thought about the incident. Like I say, I didn't consider it to be a major incident, but just because I didn't consider it to be major, it doesn't mean I don't think it important. Yeah. I think it's an important incident. Um, and that's why when I came to share it with my followers in the local area, I just really wanted to sort of raise awareness that this be- sort of behaviour does happen. And although it isn't major, it is important and it, it warrants discussion. Um, I'm always trying, my Facebook page is full of my thoughts on different topics and always trying to engage with, with my followers. It's not a standard, if you, if you were to write down what you think a PT page would be full of, yes, yours has it. Yeah. But that's not exclusively what's on there, I guess. You have, you have things like this incident and you have other bits and pieces that have happened in your life and elsewhere, I suppose, to, to actually make you... I don't know, the intent to make you more personable, to make you more real, mm-hmm. to actually share share who you are as a person as well as who you are as a as a personal trainer. Yeah, completely. It, it it's more akin to like a blog than yeah. a than a Facebook page, I would say. So and, and for those exact reasons, yeah. Um I although I am a personal trainer, I am not a traditional personal trainer. Um I don't have the same background as a lot of them and um I the way I got into it was very different. Yeah. Um. So I do try and um convey that in my post, and that's the reason. That's how that post came to be. And I guess one thing that's probably lost in the post now is it's out there. It's out there in the ether, and the whole world can see it, mm-hmm. and are starting to see it. But it wasn't a post that was ever designed for that. It was a post that was designed for people that you you train today, you've trained in the past, and other people who know of you and know who you are from your town exactly yeah and when you think about it in that context and we will discuss this further in 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 future episodes but um if i'd have known that i was going to be talking to such a massive audience i might have not worded some of the things the way that i've worded it um because some of the things now in hindsight i look back and i think actually that doesn't convey my point in quite the way that I was trying to say to say it. And do you think you think that? And I I agree. By the way, do you think you think that that's the case? 
because of comments that are being posted or do you think that that's the case because you've reflected or is it a combination of the two a combination so i'm always um i love debating and i've always been a quite a strong debater i but i've always been really interested in hearing the opposing arguments to mine and so that when and they're not always actually opposing some of them are just things that i've already thought but articulated better than i can and then when I see them in the comments, I think, you know what, actually, you've got a very good point, a very valid, valid point. And I am quick to admit when I think that you're right um, yeah. and quick to take on other pe people's opinions and then reflect on my own. Um, so I think it is definitely a combination of having time to reflect on the post and taking on board what other people have said to me. Um, and that that is the main reason for this podcast um, because there's nearly a thousand comments on there. I started replying to them, um, but I do have a full-time job and it got very difficult to keep up with them. And I thought that some of these issues are so important that were raised that they're too important to just let them go. They, they, they deserve to be explored but if I was replied to every one of them, I'd be there for hours. And so I thought instead of that, we can group them into common themes and sort of address them on here. With a conversation. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And from a male and a female perspective, um, so that you're getting more of a balanced sort of view on it. People still might disagree with, with what we say, um, but I want them to know that I'm not just ignoring their comments. I'm not like, I'm right you're wrong and uh that's the end of it i am i'm looking at the comments i'm considering them and i definitely do understand most of the perspectives that are coming my way um there are a few comments on there that that don't have any kind of intelligent debate on there they're just sort of calling people names or um you know and and that kind of thing i won't be responding to but anything that has raised a valid point, I definitely think that it's worth exploring further. Well, I'm looking forward to it. Yeah. So in the future episodes, we're going to delve deep into um, the comments and really analyse some of the common themes that are coming up there. Um, so just off the top of my head, some of the themes might be um, the not all men argument. That's coming up all the time. Um, a lot of comparisons um to the men to animals in the comments yeah. a lot of comparison and i think that's something that really needs to be explored because my very strong opinion is that that men cannot be compared to animals um and we'll we'll explore that further in the in the future well, there's, there's a theme in there of expecting victims of of crime of which whether you consider this a crime or not is you know up for debate but considering victims of, of antisocial behaviour to be the people who should be stopping antisocial behaviour, which I know is, is part of your post, but is also coming out in some of those comments as well. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, people advising you to take different actions or to carry a weapon or, it, you know, that all needs to be d explored further. So that's the sort of thing that we're going to do in future episodes. Sounds good. Sounds great. Yeah. So we'll wrap it up there then and we will get together next time to discuss our first comment. Um, so thank you for listening and we hope that you will um, like and subscribe and um, tune in for the next episode.
Thank you. Bye. See you soon. Tune in for the next episode as we start to look into the comments and debate some of the issues raised there. Don't forget to like and subscribe. Thank you for listening.